Hey everyone, and welcome to a podcast by Buffalo Occupational Therapy for student and OT practitioners looking to bridge the gap between what you were taught in school and real-world OT practice. We are all about using our full scope of practice and understand that OT is so much more than ADLs. We are a medical science, we are a social science, and we are the cutting-edge next generation of OT practitioners. Welcome to Rethink OT. Hey everyone, what is going on? Happy Wednesday. Um, As you're coming in, say hello. Let me know uh, who is here. Uh, Sometimes I cannot see you. Actually, most times if it's not, if you don't give StreamYard permission, I can't see who you are. Um, So please do say hello and let me know um, where you're from, uh, what practice setting you're in, if you're a student. Um, I'd love to know who is out there. So Today I'm popping in just for a couple of minutes. I have a patient here in a couple of minutes, but I wanted to pop in because I have a great example of why we use subjective assessments or perceptive-based, perception-based assessments in our evaluations or even like re-evaluations, progress note periods. Um, We want to make sure that we are um, working in both, right? The that medical model, but also the social model, where we believe that um, personal, the personal context, the environmental context, that is all um, just as important as the medical model. I know um, as practitioners, I sit more in that biomechanical space, that biopsychosocial space. Um, I love it. I think that we should be drawing more attention to that area, which is why I love studying um, the body and kinesiology and um, everything that goes into the science of OT. I love science, but um, I also think it's just as important to address the psychosocial implications and the mental health component, um, that patient buy-in, if, the, if you will. So um, how is your patient feeling about what they're facing? Are they on board with the rehab process? Do they like where things are going? Are they seeing results? Are they happy with what you're doing with them? Because if your patient isn't on board or if they're feeling a certain way, um, that's going to directly affect physical outcomes. And occupational therapy uh, believes that wholeheartedly. We believe that um, that personal context directly affects the remediation and the rehabilitative process. So anyways, I just did an evaluation on an individual who was post-trigger release surgery. So she had uh, multiple trigger release surgeries done, one um, on her middle finger back in March, and then she had um, her pointer finger and her thumb done um, back in November. So uh, her doctor recommended her uh, to occupational therapy um, so that we can address some Uh, scar adhesions, as well as some limited range of motion uh, and generalized weakness because of the the prolonged period of time that she didn't have um, full use of that hand. Hey guys, I just want to interrupt real quick. I want to take a minute to remind you to head to our website for OT treatment ideas, any PDFs we reference in this podcast, and a ton of OT science rationale for your documentation. Be the therapist your clients ask for instead of just the therapist they feel they can do without. 
Head to the Bot Portal and OT store at www.buffalooccupationaltherapy.com. And don't forget to find us on social media in our Facebook group at Outpatient OT or on Insta at OT underscore Outpatient. Now back to the show. Now, as I start every every evaluation, I will start with an occupational profile, of course, um, that interview, get to know um, the patient, and then I will take my objective measurements. Now, when doing my objective measurements, I did nine-hole peg test um, to see how her dexterity was, her reaction time, um, just the general fine motor skills, um, but then I also did um, pinch gauge, dynamometer, and then I took uh, range of motion. So all of those, believe it or not, all of those numbers, the objective portion, um, very biomechanical, they were generally in functional limits. Um, there really wasn't any glaring concerns in the numbers. I thought she was progressing very nicely. Um, but then, listen, then I had her fill out the quick dash. Um, if you look at her responses here, um, check out that you'll have, you have most moderate difficulty and severe difficulty in this assessment. And you would have never known that. You would have never known how it was truly impacting her um, if we did not do that quick dash. Yes, we had an interview style, so I knew um, how she felt about it. But as a measurable component to an OT evaluation, um, having a, a perspective-based assessment to partner with your biomechanical um, quantitative measurements is going to be crucial um, when you're doing that plan of care. Because look at, check, I mean, look at all those occupations, right? All those um, activities being affected and it really bothered her. But when you did her grip strength with the dynamometer, her strength was fantastic, um, but can she open a jar? No, she can't. And only OT has that perspective. So I just wanted to encourage you guys um, to make sure that you are addressing both sides um, of your patients, both the biomechanical side, because um, we need those numbers, and then also and doctors, right? Doctors like that number, um, but also that psychosocial component, because that's how we're really going to personalize our treatments and ensure that it's directly translating into their everyday life, because really that's what <laughs> that's what we do, right? We want to make sure that when the person leaves here, um, their locus of control is um, internal, that they have um, and are remaining in control of their remediation process um, and that they can um, do everything that they want to do um, when they're in their home or in the community. So partnering those two sides is what makes OT OT um, because we work in that biopsychosocial model. Okay, so that was just an example. I hope everyone's having a fantastic week. I'll be popping in a little bit more um, coming up here, but yeah. And um, if you haven't signed up for the kinesiology course, uh, you can kind of see my crazy notes in the background um, talking about um, that's like headed into like physics and everything. Um, but if you haven't signed up for applied kinesiology, please do that. And I cannot wait for that class to start in a couple of weeks. All right. Have a great week. Talk to you later.